It is now time for another episode of that other Masonic podcast. Brother Jared Atkins and Brother Todd Whaley. Welcome back to another episode of that other Masonic podcast. Not that one. The other one. The other one. Brother Jared Atkins. I'm Brother Todd Whaley. Coming to you from Bethlehem Lodge 574 down here in beautiful Birdseye, Indiana in the heart of Dubois County. Where is Birdseye? About that far. From a bird's butt. From a bird's butt. (laughs) Uh, We got a treat. Yeah, we do. Uh, We got a surprise treat for you all. We got some royalty. Yeah, Some Grand, Grand Line, Line guys, Kentucky yeah. royalty. Let's get him on the phone. We will be back. All right, and we're back. And Todd, what's up? We got, we got, we got something special on the phone. Well, who's that? Well, I, we're going to let him introduce himself. But I should say, when I when I joked about it being Kentucky royalty, <laughs> that's because we have a former Kentucky Grand officer with one of the appendant bodies here this he is ain't jim beam is he no he's not jim beam he does have one of the most beautiful mustaches i've ever seen if they give out freemasonry hey, awards for mustaches you're gonna piss tyler whitaker it's, off. it's up there with tyler whitaker's <laughs> i'm telling you uh brother why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself uh, my name is uh, greg rocky and i am a uh, past or the junior past most excellent grand high priest of the grand chapter of kentucky large nations He's a Louisville, Kentucky boy, which, as we know, right here in Dubois County, Louisville's just about an hour drive yep, for us. Just about an we, hour. We're right smack dab in the middle, hour each direction from Louisville or Evansville. So, yep. so Greg, we uh, <clears throat> I was telling Todd over the weekend how I came to be friends with you. Uh, I just it was just by chance, you know. I'd seen some, I'd seen you pop up in a post or two with I think mutual friends, and I'm like, I'm going to send that guy a friend request, and then. You know, it it come to be. It's just like I think I want to talk to this guy. I think this would be a guy we should get on the podcast and talk a little Freemasonry with, talk a little York right with, and uh, just we we love talking to good brothers, you know. And uh, we we appreciate appreciate having you on. And uh, I don't know if you've checked out episodes or not in the past, but the way we usually start the show is we we ask the same question every time, and it's simply how and why did you get involved in Masonry. Well, sure. Um, yeah, no, I just, uh, through happen chance, I guess, uh, my, uh, my father-in-law at the time, or my ex-father-in-law now, he's since passed, he was a Mason and, uh, I met his daughter and it was through the, through, uh, through him, I guess, over time, uh, being invited to the lodge and, and kind of one of those things that just, uh, I was, uh, you know, growing up and trying to figure out where, uh, where destiny uh, was supposed to lead me and it uh, it led me to uh, you know looking for uh, more knowledge and and uh, it just kind of hit me at the right time that's good that's awesome uh he knows obviously with with him being big in the york right, right. He, 
Uh, he knows Dave Allen. And, of yeah. course, as we know, as I mean, you've mm-hmm. mentioned, Dave's brother Daryl lives in Louisville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so he, so he's a, he knows Daryl and down them, and he knows, you know, about Slate and Stevenson Huntingburg and oh, yeah. all this. This is a oh, very yeah. knowledgeable brother we have on the phone. Oh, yeah. I'm sure well, they cross over been, state lines. Yeah, I've uh, been over a few times and to uh, the Grand Chapter of Indiana and, and met a few guys. And Dave has been up to uh, – I'm um like I say I'm big in New York right we have had a we started a chapter of research in Kentucky here with uh, kind of a, a new thing and then Dave's been up a couple of times and visited with us and like I say Daryl's a, a a good guy from down here he belongs to to one of my chapters that I belong to so uh, yeah real real good guys okay uh brother Greg just uh name drop if you will I. How many Masonic lodges is there in Louisville, and which lodge do you belong to? Um, I think we have a little over thirty lodges currently. Oh my and god! I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm a. I am a, a past master of uh, St. Matthew's PRP Lodge, and I'm currently the secretary. Now, don't don't get mad at me when I when I say this. I I, I base this just off kind of my knowledge of being. St. Matthews, that whole St. Matthews area, that is kind of what some people call the ritzier part of Louisville. Is that correct? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's just a different part of town. We're, we, we're I guess, it's from the uh, – the we actually don't meet in St. Matthews any longer. We actually meet at the Louisville Demolay Commandery Building, which is over near the main post office and mm-hmm. kind of in over off of a 264 Papa Level Road. So, but the the lodge goes back to St. Matthew. Used to be used to meet in St. Matthews. That's yeah. incredible. I can't. I'm wrapping my head around thirty lodges. What's the PRP? I don't understand. P- uh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. P- I guess it's a, a Louisville term. Uh, Pleasure Ridge Park. Uh, oh, Pleasure the, Ridge uh, Park. Uh, yeah. Oh. So we uh, a few years ago, uh, St. Matthews and and Pleasure Ridge Park Lodge. Which was in 959, we uh, we merged together and consolidated okay. and formed St. Matthew's PRP Lodge. So it's kind of a it's a Louisville thing. You kind of have to know what PRP stands for. All right, yeah. I was kind of you said that. I'm like, is there like a different acronym I didn't know about? Or <laughs> well, it's kind of one of those things. It's a it's a Louisville term, I guess. Everybody knows when you talk about PRP, it's the South End Dixie Highway. Okay, that's where it's that that part of town. Mm-hmm. So what uh what kept you coming back to lodge? And usually that's a Todd question. I just kind of beat him to it, but we see we see it not just here in Indiana and not just in Kentucky where you're at, but all across the the country. There's a lot of times when a brother gets that, you know, he he takes that third step, he gets the title, and then uh, he's a dues payer, but you never really see him the rest of the time. Right. I I, th- I think it was just when I got involved with my father-in-law, it was just kind of one of those things where I had a had a buddy to, to go around to lodge with and, and do things with. And uh, the ritual kind of hit me. I guess I've always been kind of a ritualistic guy. So I, I got into going through in the chairs and putting on their degree work and, and learning that. And I think uh, being able to confer some of that work um, really hit a – hit a hit a hit a point for me i guess and it just kind of was one of those things where i really enjoyed that part right um i want to talk to you a little bit about ritual because like i was telling you when i was talking to you earlier this weekend uh from some of the posts i've seen on social media and what i've seen of you you look and seem to be like uh 
like you're a pretty pretty good ritualist. Uh, do you have a favorite part of ritual? I know a lot of guys. There's certain parts that they're like, "That's my part. I have to do that." Do you have a favorite part of Blue Lodge ritual? Uh, I'm I'm not so much. I, I've been kind of tied in with the York Rite recently. I mean, I I haven't. I'm, I'm I gotta say that you know I, I'm more uh, into the right now. The last few years of going through the Grand Chapter line, I, I'm more in, involved in the the chapter and in the York Rite rituals. Uh, I, I can I still can do some stuff in the in the in the Blue Lodge. I just haven't been. Uh, there's been more of a need for me to. To, to be more present in the in the in the it, in the yeah. right body, yeah, in the in the in the yeah in the chapter, I do some I do I confer the uh, the mark master, uh, the past master, and the most excellent master. I do some supportive parts in uh, in the other ones, and I can do a bunch of stuff. It's just kind of those have been the ones where um, where the most need for me has has been as of late. So I'll, I want to ask you about that. Um, why why the york ride i mean i know i'm sure you 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 know you're involved in other bodies but the york ride is a, is a passion of yours so i'm gonna why so much time in the york ride what about that captured you and you're like this is where i want to put a lot of my time i don't know i guess growing up as a kid uh, i was always had a fascination with knights and and then when i got into the uh into the masons and i was you know i I read about this thing like Templar and I, I kind of really wanted to know what the kind of what that was. And, and, uh, so, and so I did a lot of research and, and into it. And, uh, I, I found one of my local York right chapters and petitioned the council chapter, the, uh, the chapter council and commandery and went through the, the work and it just kind of, it, um, it filled in some of those gaps that uh, you know some of those answers that you didn't have um, in in the in the Blue Lodge, and it just really it, it really hit home for me, and it just made yeah. sense. And I guess or too being a being a Christian Mason, uh, you know the Knight Templars, and, and being able to profess your faith, uh, it, it just uh, in the lessons in the Knight Templar degrees in the orders. I'm sorry, in the orders just um really hit to the my, my christian beliefs and, and and that kind of stuff so that was really just hit home for me you know you and i were talking over the weekend and uh you know i told you i said uh you know i'm i'm taking my third step uh coming up in about a week which of course by the time this airs it's already happened right. but uh, i'm taking my most excellent degree followed by uh, November of the eighth, I'll be taking my uh, fourth one, which is the Royal Arch. Royal Arch, and you know, you right. were excited to see how excited I was, uh, <laughs> and I got to tell you, Greg, uh, like I like I told you before, I wish I missed out on fifteen years of a pennant body stuff by not joining right away, but I'm glad I waited because now at thirty six, and you know, I'm divorced, I've got kids, but I. I have more time now to come back into the lodge. That's why I've been back in Blue Lodge for two years. I'm really starting to enjoy this. And so far, those first two degrees in the York Rite, after I've left, I've thought about them on the way home. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Well, that's something they didn't really explain in Blue Lodge. Okay, well, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> like, It's opened my eyes to a wealth of stuff that I never would have thought about before. 
Well, it's kind of like this. I mean, if you've seen Star Wars, you know, you, you, you've watched the first movie, and you wanted, when the second one came out, you wanted to see what happened in Empire Strikes Back. Right. right. And, and, and you don't start out with watching The Return of the Jedi without going back and knowing what happened in the other two. So right. it's just there, the, the York Rite, or at least the chapter and council degrees, really explain or continue the story that you started in your blue lodge work right uh, it's it's the same characters it's king solomon it's it's Hiram king of tyre it's Hiram abiff and they they take that story that you you learned that is the you know the foundation for your blue lodge and it, they expand upon it and they they teach you more lessons about your lodge and i think and it just explains the york right chapter in the council Explain so much about what Lodge is and, and how it should be. Right. Just, just, you know, and everything comes from the Bible. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the lessons that we teach, uh, there are so many lessons in, in, in masonry, and it's all pulled from that, from that great light. And that's the, you know, that's the, the, the basis. I, and I think that's something else that, too, like, I got to the point now where I was like, I'm ready for an independent body because I need something more. I mean, I wasn't getting what I needed in, in Blue Lodge. I needed something more. And I think the thing I love about this York Ride thing so far is the theatrics of it all, the way it's mm-hmm. presented to me. And it's like, this is exactly what I was missing. Like, you, we only get those theatrics really in the second half of the Master Mason degree. Right. Otherwise, right. we don't get them. And I have been eating this up through these first two degrees. Well, that's the it's the the way you you know an allegory is is how it's how things are taught or the the best you know it makes the more sense and and if you can go through some of the stuff and and learn from the lessons then that's it's what you're it's the best way to learn uh, is 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 to go through it and when you experience some of this stuff then it goes it it just makes more sense to you and then you know it's uh, and then when you can actually confer it on somebody and teach the lessons it's it just becomes even more you know um a thing for you and it's just it's um it's great i've i've enjoyed uh doing this so much it's just um you know it's um it's just a fantastic experience i didn't tell you this because i uh I, i mentioned that he was at my first two degrees and i when i was you know i was supposed to have my third york right degree already we took four of our candidates from Slate and Stevens and Huntingburg to Vincennes to go with their eight candidates. So there should have been 12 that night, but there was only 11 because I had TV to shoot for a school board meeting. So I wasn't there. Uh, Danny has been, Danny Schrader has been at the first two degrees I've been a part of. And uh-huh. for the very first York Wright degree, which was the what degree again? I'm still learning. Mark Master. Mark Master. Mark Master. Yeah. Danny, uh, the other three just sat on the sidelines and watched, and I was the candidate that night. Danny was my senior deacon, and uh, they're That's like, do you cool. understand, you know, like, he's the head poobah of this particular part <laughs> of the of the York Rite. Like, he's your senior deacon. It was an awesome experience. Um, cool. Inside joke, I'm, you know, just kind of paint the corner of the pitches. Don't throw a strike. Uh, I almost lost an arm that night, but, you know, it was good. It was a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, you know. Yeah, you almost lose that night, don't yeah. you? <laughs> so, uh, I want to talk for a minute about the other appendant bodies. You did mention to me the other the other night you are a part of some other appendant bodies, right? Or 
Oh yeah, I'm, I think there's not too many independent bodies that I'm not a member of. Uh, that one of the guys has a saying that there's, you know, you're you can belong to as many Masonic organizations as your pocketbook will allow you. So, <laughs> That's true. That is true. So I mean, yeah. Um, what's uh? Here, here's a question for me. I have never once attended a, obviously not a independent body degree, but especially not a Blue Lodge degree down in Kentucky. How, you know, with us being neighbors right here on, you know, separated just by the Ohio. How different, and you've you've seen degrees on both sides of the water, but how different is you know the ritual and everything from Indiana to Kentucky? Whether it's Blue Lodge, whether it's an appendant body, is it virtually? Hey, we all get there, we just take it a little different way, or? Well, I I can't really, um, I don't have too much experience with 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 that. I, I've seen some of the stuff, and you know, I know our rituals vary from state to state. Yep. You know, I think some it's one of those things that. Uh, for the York Rite stuff, it's probably a little bit more um, oh, uniform. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the the Thomas Smith Webb was the author of it, and it, it might vary a little bit from state to state because we each have our little uh, nuances. Nuances, yes. But uh, so I mean, but it's basically it should be the same thing because uh, you know that we have the the same author. As far as uh, chapter some, goes, yeah. It's as a, far as chapter same, goes, yeah. well, as far as well, as for the you get into your commandery orders, those things are regulated by grand encampment. So right. there, there is not any kind of um, difference between that because that ritual is regulated by grand encampment. Mm-hmm. So there's no variance from one to the X. Now it might be that you know, in Kentucky we have some different paraphernalia that they might not have in True. Indiana or, or something like that. But you know, it, with some of the stuff with the commandery, um, not everybody does it. In in we have two for the Order of the Red Cross and the Order of Malta. You can do it in short or long form, and a lot of commanderies it takes a lot of people to do. It's the long forms, and not everybody does it. But right. we're fortunate enough that one of my commanderies here in Louisville, Louisville Malay, we do them in. We're able to do them in long form. Oh wow! So it's not something that everybody always gets to gets to view. Now I'm still learning as I make the joke with everybody. It's kind of like going to the FBI. I've got the F right now. I just won't get the BI for later. <laughs> so that's kind of right. where I, that's kind of where I am right. in the York right. But uh, and I'm still learning. The commandery is the Knights Templar, right? right that is yes. not the council. That's, that is the commandery. Yeah, you that's the, correct. Yeah, you have the yeah. Knights of Malta, Knights of Red Cross, and then Knights Templar. I see a lot of things on social media from these guys that actually get up into the commandery and the Knights Templar and these rent. They take that stuff seriously. Oh, very. Very seriously. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's, a, it's one of those things. It's, it's, um, it's, not, a, just, it's not a degree. It's it's an order. It's something. It's a little different. It has a little bit deep deeper meaning, um, in, in some of that stuff. So it, it should be, with taken, a little more serious. Right. Plus, everybody likes to march around every once in a while and flash their swords out. Rob. <laughs> well, it, yeah. It's uh, the. I guess that's just a different part of the ritual. Right. I mean, yeah. And with some of that stuff, it's it's just a different way. It's more of a uh, a militaristic organization so we have a lot of history and it, it all goes back to the you know back to the civil war and some yep. of those and how things were, were done back then i so, knew some uh, guys at the uh, raper commandery up in indianapolis and uh, they're on the drill team uh-huh. up there and they won like so many triennial marching competitions and stuff like that up there and they say it's every sunday morning they gotta get up and start practicing 
for yeah. those bars. Well, there's there's one up there too. Uh, they they do their or the temple. They do it in period uniforms. Oh yeah, the Levant, so, Levant, yeah, Levant uh, yeah, yeah. preceptory. I forgot. How to we say had yeah. we had Ellington on the show back in the spring. Yeah, Randy, yep. He's okay, the Grand yeah. Poobah for which one? He's the commander, Tempers, right? Yeah, yeah. He he's the, the he's the right eminent Grand Commander. Yeah, yeah, he's a super. I, oh, I yeah. knew yes, you, I knew you would know him. He's a yeah. super oh, great yeah. guy. Yeah, he's a, yeah, we were dude. just in Ohio together. We were up mm. there for the grand session in Ohio just yep. last Friday. Yeah, I saw pictures all over Facebook about that. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been illegally joining York Rat groups because, like I said, <laughs> I got the F. I just don't have the BI, so I've been secretly joining uh, York Rat groups on Facebook, and I seen a bunch of pictures. It was really I cool stuff. I gotta get back involved yeah. in York Rat. I just, I never, I never been to one York Rat meeting in my life. I went through a one day class up in Indianapolis, and it been the same night as my grotto did, and so I never right. been able to go through it. And now that I got one here local in the town next to me. I could. Probably go whenever I wanted, but right. That's why I told you right. to get in there with me. Well, well let's just get back out, get involved in it. <laughs> it. There's a lot of lot of always a lot of stuff to do. It's sometimes it's hard to pick and choose when you get into a lot of organizations. Uh, so it's yeah. it's difficult. So you know, it's hard to come up with the extra two hundred and forty two dollars they got to pay to get back into it. Right, <laughs> Greg. Right. I, I've got a question for you. So. How sure. did you get into the Grand Line for the York Ride? Is that the same way it kind of works with getting into Grand Line for Blue Lodge? Like somebody nominates you, and then you just work your way up year by year? How does that process work? It, it, basically the same thing. Uh, I went to my local chapter and told the guys, hey, you know, I, I had uh, aspirations to want to make a difference. And they... Uh, they voted to, to to sponsor me, I guess, kind of like you would a, a Grand Lodge officer in, in a Blue Lodge or something like that. So they um, they sponsored me, and I, I submitted my name to the uh, to the chapters, and, and and you have to get elected, just like you would in Lodge or any other, you know, through the line there. So in, in Kentucky, we start at the the um, the Grand Captain of the Host. It's a four year line, so you start out there, and each year wow. you move up um, with with that. That's pretty four year line. That's pretty quick. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, see, well, I, I announced uh, you know, five years ago. So that first year that I put my letter out, you travel. You're supposed to travel around and introduce yourself to um, to the, some of the guys. Now, I had been in involved in the Louisville area, and everybody in Louisville and some of the surrounding areas knew me. And I'd, I'd been an appointed grand officer um, in a few years back. Um, so the, some of the guys okay. knew me, but some of them didn't. But it, it went around, introduced myself to some of the ones who I hadn't been able to travel to before. So it's it's kind of a you know a year where you get out and meet the guys, introduce yourself, and talk to them, and that way they get to know you and kind of get the confidence in what you can do, or just to get to know you. In it's literally kind of almost like a PR press for run for president yeah. of the united states you get out there and you just kind of work the room a little bit Kentucky's well, a yeah, long you just state. get out there and talk to people <laughs> and you get to know them and you know sometimes you, you get to be able to you go on a good night and they're doing degree work and you get to help and yeah uh, or you know stuff like that so it's good to be that's a lot of traveling, be able to too. be involved it is it's a lot of traveling yeah, yes, yeah. Kentucky's a little state that they stretch it out real long they made it real thin but they stretch it out real long so yeah that well, i'm lucky east I'm, west is yeah, I'm in the middle part of the state, so from going from to the west part or to the east part, uh, it's about three hours travel either way. Mm. There was there's there's one night or a couple nights, you know, we we go west 
uh, one night and then the next night we're back in the east so mm. it did a lot a lot of travel so it's uh, but imagine. it's uh, it's it's been it's, it was a uh, I look back in the last five years and it's been a very rewarding experience oh, i'm sure it has been that's that's really awesome so you always wonder about those states out on the east coast like rhode island connecticut and their grand lines it's like where they got to travel to they got 20 lodges in the state come on yeah <laughs> yeah it's a it, it you vary from state to state yeah. going through a grand a grand line is is uh it's very different yeah depending on where you're at so i, I want to get your opinion on this because anytime i talk about york right now i bring up this this uh little thing that was said to me uh Randy Seipel, our current sitting grand senior warden for the yeah. state of Indiana, uh, when I decided about a year and a half ago that I needed something more and I was going to start looking for what that more meant, I, it took several months, but I settled on the Scottish Rite and the York Rite. And mm-hmm. then I had to decide which one was going to be me because I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't immerse myself in both of them at the same time. It would have right. ruined the experience it financially also and – I'm, I I reached out to a lot of people, and finally I talked to uh, Randy Seipel, who is just such a great guy. We think so much of him, a huge supporter of the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Randy goes, you got to look at this like you're going to college. He goes, the Scottish Rite is where you go to get your philosophy degree. He goes, the York Rite's where you go to get your history go history degree. He so it's just matter what you want to major in. And I'm like, I am a huge history nerd. So I made the decision. It's like, okay, I'm I'm going to do the York ride. I signed my petition. It took a while, but I signed it, and and, and here we are. And I'm so glad. Uh, I am going to go back eventually and and do the Scottish Rite thing, um, because I'm interested in that as well. And you know, the to hear the term thirty third degree Mason and the weight that that carries, that's a phenomenal thing. So, I mean, I'm not saying I would ever get there, but it'd be interesting to try. Well, I think each each offer a different perspective on, on masonry. It's just a different you – know, when you start looking at how masonry originated and how it traveled from spot to spot, it's just a different philosophy on different things. And I think you're kind of – you're the way he said it, it's very – it's very uh, – it's right on spot, um, but I think it's it, the the Scottish Rite just gives a different view. In it. But there's a lot with the York Rite. You've only got uh, you know you got four in the chapter. You've got three in the council, and you've got you got three in the commandery. So you've only got ten degrees, but you've got you know thirty two, uh, you know, or you've got twenty nine. Uh, 29 29 in the in those degrees so you've got a lot more to where there there's there's different types of degrees and and whatnot so it's it's there's a lot more um like you say philosophy philosophy in there mm-hmm. that you you kind of it's you you don't get that in in the york right degree so the the scottish right offers with with any of these appendant bodies in in, in masonry the degrees that you're able to view and, and it, it's it's knowledge and it, it might be just a glimmer and each time I go back and see these degrees at the Scottish right when they do something new you you always pick something new out of it and it, it's, it's it's interesting to me uh, just to, to be able to get that information out and gl- glimmer something new each time that you didn't hear once before 
it's just uh i just have enjoyed masonry tremendously you know i look i look right behind you i'm looking up on the wall to our picture of george up there and i think we talk about george and blue lodge mm-hmm. but we don't talk about him a lot i feel mm-hmm. like George has got to be involved somewhere in the Scottish Rite. Is that a safe, there, safe thing to say? There is a degree called the George Washington degree. Now, I know Indiana being northern jurisdiction, uh, right. we don't follow the Albert Pike uh, you know, degree system anymore. We're, we kind of veered off on our own and everything. Kentucky, northern or southern? I forget. We're a southern. Okay, so you guys still go with the old, uh, the old tried and true degrees that they sat down you know, years and years ago, but... There is a there is a degree where George Washington and Benedict Arnold and uh, a whole revolutionary thing is done. I, I forgot. I'm not going to be allowed to join the Scottish Rite. Why? Because our podcast does better numbers than the Scottish Rite's podcast <laughs> does, and that's point proven. At the Southern Jurisdiction <laughs> podcast, so. well, two, two, two rednecks from Indiana, we're, and, that, and they're we're, we're, we're the ones they pick. Yeah, we're all Masons, and we all we all we, it's we, you know we have to. You know, I think it's we, we had a unity festival here in Kentucky just, uh, you know, back in August. And right. it was great for both the, the York Rite and the Scottish Rite to work together. Yeah. Because in, basically, masonry is your search for light. And whether it's the York Rite or the Scottish Rite, as long as you're getting uh, getting something more, because you're, you're in masonry, you're, you're building your temple. Right, your spiritual temple. So the, the more the more tools you have, the, 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 the more... The more help you get, that, that you can help your shape your stone. That's what masonry is about, mm-hmm. and I think that's the and that's the ultimate lesson. And how you get it, whether it be York right or Scottish right, as long as you're trying to make yourself better um, through whatever degree or appendant body that you're getting your knowledge from, uh, that's that's the key. Yeah, see, I did both. I did York. I did Scottish right first, and I joined New York right and. Scotch right to me is like it wasn't personal. It wasn't like you know one on one. It wasn't you know. Well, I, went through, the, I went through a class on both of them, but I just felt like this. The York right well, was so the, much more personable to me. Personal. Well, with the Scottish right, you, you're you know most of the time you're getting them in a you know in an auditorium, right? And it's, yes, it is portrayed in a different manner, right? But with the with the York right, they it's the it's the lodge setting, and yeah. you're you know they actually take an, an active candidate, so it's something that's much more personal. Yeah, when you're involved in the degree work now. For some of the Scottish right, you you have an exemplar. So yes. for that guy, it is very hands on. Mm-hmm. But if you've got a class of of forty or fifty guys, it's um, it's it's a lot more. It's it's a lot different when you you've got that setting. Yeah, I think the only time I did anything with the Scottish right was I was going through with the fourteenth degree. Whenever you get okay. down there and you do, you sit there and you you know you stand there in the in the auditorium and they basically just do the degree right in front of you while you're standing there so other than that i was sitting in a chair by ready to fall asleep most of the time i won't lie about it <laughs> well it's 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 a hard it, the one day festivals are tough mm. and uh you know and it's uh it's not my favorite but you know with people's people have busy schedules oh, yes. and to, to get a guy to to be able to commit to um Coming every night for a month for for six or eight months, it's it's tough to to get it to mm-hmm. work like that with with schedules and, and work and family commitments. Yeah. Um, and it, if you can do it on a on a one day, I'll, I'll do a one day. But I want you to come back and I want to be able to teach you what you maybe didn't didn't glimmer on that night. So bring you back and getting you involved in the mm-hmm. in the in going through the opening or. Right. Doing some of the degree work if, if we're doing it again, 
that's my that's my goal yeah with in, in the york right now it, the york right does one day festivals in kentucky i take it right we do okay. we do we uh well, indiana like said, does we quite just, a few of them too yeah it, it's we we try to do do them like through different parts of the state in right. eastern kentucky they do one in uh, they call their Painesville has their wonder festival western kentucky has one in the middle of sometimes i think it's the last middle of june right around july 4th so they'll have one and we we do them every once in a while in louisville we we try to steer away from them but if we if we get a if we get a class and like say this last class we had we had 46 and and if i can get if i can get 46 again i'll do one next week yeah yeah Uh, you know but uh but it's it's one of those things where uh, i'd rather do one one at a meeting because like you say it's it when you you, being able to go through it and process it when you're going home like you mentioned before right that's when that's when you because if if i sit there and i throw you all those degrees at once they all blend together you don't remember some of the stuff but you have a better chance that's you have a better chance if you go through it one at a time yeah i wish i'd looking back now i wish i hadn't gone through a one-day class on new york right i wish i'd done it individually but Back then, there was just there was zero time. I was mastering my lodge at the same time, and going oh, yeah. through the, and going through the grotto line, and working yeah, a full time well, job and trying to be a, a twenty something year old kid. All well, the that's same what time. happened happened to me. I, I was involved in uh, in my lodge and secretary recorder of my York Ray bodies and had a family and I worked and was on call and, and you know it just it happens and sometimes you got to remember where your priorities lie. Yep. Uh, but you know when it, when the time comes and your your lodge or your chapter or your council or your commander, they're going to bring you accept you back with open arms. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so you know if if you're if those guys are out there who haven't been in a while, come on back. Yeah, but we'll we'll teach you the signs and mm-hmm. get you back involved, and uh, we'll have rusty nail night or whatever, and we'll we'll, we'll go through them and we'll go through slow and show you what's See, going on and, i don't remember anything as far as passwords or signs or i'm still right. learning the dew garden sign for the and i'm beginning to think now that each york right degree i go through is going to be just like blue lodge each degree has its own dew garden sign well, and i, I, I looked at apprentice degree i looked at <laughs> denny i looked at denny schrader and i go you expect me to remember all these and he just <laughs> laughed it, it comes with time oh, yeah. uh, it comes with time you'll get it it'll be you know you'll, you won't even think about it it's of course like let's lodge now you you started getting up there and you give the signs and you don't think about it you just do it it becomes habit and yeah. the, the york right once you start coming enough and it, you'll you'll remember them and it'll be you won't have to think about it you'll just do it one of my <laughs> biggest point of contentions was was that i i knew i wanted to do this and i needed something more and uh I've said it on a few episodes today because, like I said, we're, we've we've done a, a marathon session today to fill material for the next month and a half, two yeah, months. But I I told the guys that who were all part of this to get me on board with the York Ride, all brothers who were mean a lot to me, including Dave Allen. I said this will be fine, this will be a priority for me. I said, but I said if something comes up and it's a Blue Lodge night as well, I said for me and what I enjoy. I said, Blue Lodge is going to take precedent. I said, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I said, but without Blue Lodge, there is none of this other stuff. And he no, said, and I, 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 don't, I, I agree with you. Uh, Blue Lodge is our foundation, and we have to support our Blue Lodge. And it, it, it's very difficult, uh, especially for me. You know, it's, it's, uh, 
but you know i think it's um we, we have to in most of the year if you'll see as as you progress into your 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 new york Art education your your ritualist and those guys who are involved they're those guys are involved in your blue lodges as well and they're your ritualists so your your york right masons are your foundation of many of your blue lodges so I mean, you have to you, you'll recognize that, or at least that's the way I've I've seen a lot of things here in Kentucky, and I'm sure it's the same way in Indiana. So, you know, with you being so involved in the chapter, are you are you heavily involved as well with the council and the commandery? Is the chapter just kind of where your bread and butter's at? Oh, I'm I'm involved. I mean, it's well, it's kind of like it's one of those things. Um, and, and of course, as you go through, you'll you'll kind of learn it, how how it works. But it's like you know, we start out here in Louisville. We start out with your mark, your past, and most excellent. Then your royal arch, and then you know we we go into the council, and then into the commandery stuff. So you know, I have I, there's parts that I do in the council, and parts that I do in the commandery as well. So okay, you know, I'm I'm a I love them all. I mean, I, there's not you know, of course, it, it was. When I when I decided to get involved into the Grand Line, uh, I prayed about it, and I think where I, I kind of asked and had to have a conversation with with God as to where I thought I could be of the best service, because uh, my aspirations weren't really when I first started this; they weren't going towards a chapter. I was headed in a different direction, and I kind of thought, well, it, it was you know, God kind of spoke to me and said, you know, uh, and kind of directed me and um and that's how i kind of ended up where i did um so it wasn't you know and i've i made some comments in my allocution during my you know it's it's one of those things that's and you'll learn this in the next degree divine guidance you know and i think it's one of the things that um that i was blessed with some of that it wasn't um that um, all these choices that I made going through, it wasn't me. It was, I was sent to on a mission, I guess. And, uh, we had a, had a great year during my, during my year. And, uh, it was uh, just one of those things so that it, it wasn't me. I think it was all the guys in Kentucky who helped me accomplish what we did. And, uh, it was, you know, it was, it was something that I was, uh, I was sent to do. Okay. You know, uh, do what? I like that. That's a good answer. That was a really good answer. That was really good. <laughs> so one of the things we, we do about this point of the show, um, and, you know, Masons don't like to be in the spotlight a whole lot. Really. As you made a joke earlier today, some do, and you made a joke about it. But, yeah, some do. But for the most part, we kind of like to be in the shadows because we know the good we do. We don't have to have people telling us, and we don't mm-hmm. have to shout it from the rooftops. No. But one of the things we, we like to do about this point of show is we, we usually ask the interviewee, you know, who's been some of the mentors that's helped shape you in your journey, whether it's in Blue Lodge or the appendant body, and we do that because it just simply lets a guy shine a light on another Mason who ordinarily wouldn't have that. And I know I'm not going to know any of the names you're about to tell me, <laughs> and that's fine. But I'd like to give you a chance because I know that's probably important to you to to point out these mentors. So who's been some of the people that's really been influential on you in, in this journey you've been on? 
Well, there there have been so many so many guys that were kind of laid the foundation for me, and and a lot of those guys have, have passed now. They were involved in my early you know York right days. Uh, unfortunately, you know um, they're they're not around anymore. But there's there's just too many to name, and and unfortunately, if I start dropping names, there's going to be a few that. I'm not going to remember. See, uh, I don't think it's there, there's just when there are so many people who were in, who were involved with my early career and kind of who 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 showed me what it what it was to be a York Wright Mason or, or a Blue Lodge Mason and and I think it's just one of those things where um, there were a lot of guys I look back and, and most of those guys aren't here anymore. But you know I think it's and you'll you'll learn as you go forward. There's a couple of key sentences that you know we have to carry this stuff on for future generations and and that's what i'm trying to do those guys made an in, impact on me and and hopefully you know during my travels this last year doing some of the stuff that i've done and conferring some of the orders i've made an impact on a few other guys and and maybe when the time comes those guys will have an impact on somebody else so you know i think i'm i'm just doing what those guys taught me how to do and hopefully someday, you know, the guys that I'm teaching now will have an impact on somebody else. Well, without ever having said in Blue Lodge or in a pendant body lodge with you, you've already made an impact on me or else one. Well, actually, no, nothing. It's just that you wouldn't be on the show to begin with. And, you know, I you just I, I knew I wanted to talk to you. There's something about it. I, I couldn't explain it. Um, <clears throat> something I wanted to ask you and. uh Generally, we've learned the rule of thumb when we started this, you know, podcast 11 months ago, and we never thought it would take off the way it did. But one of the things we learned, a general rule of thumb, is anything we can talk about on the show is pretty much anything you can read in your monitor. So we kind of try to, to base it that way without giving too much away to me about the York Rye or to the public. What is some of the um, more interesting parts of the York Ride or some of the degrees that you really enjoy, you know, watching and being a part of? I'm sure there's – I'm sure you're going to say all of them, but I'm sure there's especially a few of them that probably stick out. Am I right? Oh, yeah. There are some – There, there is a – in the Holy Royal Archknight Templar Priest, there is a, there's an order of holy wisdom. Um, and that degree, I've been fortunate enough to, to receive that one. And it's just a, uh, it was very moving. Uh, uh, there's so many lessons in the York, right? Whether it be that, you know, the lessons of integrity and, and, uh, in, in the Mark Masher degree, or, you know, the, the, the lessons in the past master degree that you're taught, you know, like, you know, to circumscribe your desires and, and then the, the lessons in the, the the most excellent master about divine guidance and, and, and praying for for help uh, and then just I mean it's there's so much so many lessons out there and they all come from the Bible and to me that's the that's the gift that Freemasonry gives you um, but there's there's so much involved in in it all with the charities and and uh, it's just there's there's so much that you, that Masonry has to offer that you just have to to reach out and, and and to grab it. I like the way you put that. It's uh pretty good. Well, thank you. So uh <clears throat> what else can you I mean speaking strictly just not so much to our listeners but just to me here for a second out of curiosity which uh 
they always love good content. What what else can I expect coming up through this York Wright journey without giving too much away? Like I I'm su- I have not wanted to cheat, and by that I you know we all know what's out there on the internet nowadays. There sure. people have posted things they never should have posted. I I won't say betrayed the fraternity, but people have posted things about Blue Lodge that they shouldn't online. If you dig hard enough through the dark web, you can find it. I'm assuming it's probably the same for the York right, so I don't really go looking because I I still want that I still want that aha moment, like I experience well, I, it for the first time. I, I think that's and I think that's the best thing that you can do is is the aha moment. I, I, without giving away, I think that's what you with anything that you do. I mean, um, I don't want to learn anything about any degree that I'm going to receive before I get into it because it takes that all away. Uh, you know, it's it's difficult sometimes when you see a degree for the first time because you're you're trying to experience it, um, but you don't often comprehend what that degree means until you go back and view it again or until maybe you get involved in with conferring a part of that degree and when you start learning those lessons and then you 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 memorize what that your part is that that stuff kind of sinks into your brain and it just makes more sense Uh, it's just a different philosophy on things and and i I could just say go into it with open eyes and and just enjoy it Uh, and then get get involved and try to try to be involved with it and try to help out and confer some of this stuff because you'll get more out of it than um, than you can ever hope to imagine. Uh, something I was going to ask you over the weekend and I forgot about and I, I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you so far today. You know, I I know the the York rights where your bread and butter is at, but as we all said, the foundation gets laid in Blue Lodge. Uh, sure. And I and I'm guilty of not knowing that much about the Grand Line across the river. But did you have aspirations to get in Grand Line and Blue Lodge? Were you a part of Grand Line and Blue Lodge as well, or has it just been in the York right? It's just been in the York right. I've uh, I've not been involved. In, I've had some appointments for committees and stuff like that. Um, uh, and you know, back in the early days, I'm. Um, I've created content. I'm, I'm, I've done with the webmaster stuff. So I'm, I'm a, the current webmaster for our Grand York right bodies and do a little piddling on the side of stuff like that. Uh, I got involved in that. We've been in a couple of different committee, grand committees and stuff like, but, uh, no, I, I'm, uh, the, the grand, the grand lodge travel is, is, um, it's day in and day out. And, and sometimes it's two or three days, uh, a week on a Saturday if they're out traveling and doing stuff. So, um, you know, I have a try to have to, I still work full time. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and even though I'm not in the same position that I was, but you know, I'll work, uh, I work from on the, from day, day shift. I'll work from 5 a.m. to 1. Oh, and then you, not too bad. Four o'clock comes off or early. Oh, it does. But, uh, no. You know, but uh, especially when you're out till, till 1 or 2 in the morning sometimes. Uh, but you try to make it so that those nights when you're doing stuff like that, you uh, maybe you're off the next day or, you know, doing two or three nights in a row. But it, it's uh, that's a little much. I mean, and I who knows what the teacher holds. But I, I at this point, uh, I'm just happy uh, contributing the way I have contributed and, and, and trying to contribute as much as I can. You know, your brother, Greg, you're going to laugh at this. And I can't believe I'm asking this. Uh where is the Grand Lodge for the Commonwealth? Is it in Louisville or is it in Lexington? 
It's in Louisville. It is in Louisville. Yeah. See, I figured isn't uh, I figured it would be down there somewhere close to was it Frankfurt's the capital of Kentucky? Mm-hmm. I figured it'd be somewhere down there around Lexington. Well, they they are, of course we have a Masonic home here in in the state of Kentucky, and it used to be on the we had a facility there in in Louisville, and we have facilities in Shelbyville. Well, for the longest time, the, we were at the uh, Masonic home in in Louisville, which is off the of Shelbyville Road. Right. And a few years back, they uh, went, they purchased their own building, our own building out in uh, Hurstbourne. So we're out in the industrial park now. Oh, Hurstbourne Parkway. So they have yeah. Well, it's it's kind of off the it's off of Blankenbaker Parkway, but we're in the the uh, Hurstbourne or the J Town there, the industrial complex. Okay. I'm learning a lot about Kentucky, yeah, yeah. Mason. This this is cool. Yeah, Greg, Greg's they, going to be the first of many people from Kentucky we reach out to. They don't have uh, a, a central, like a big old Grand Lodge like we have, Grand Lodge building. Well, they, the, the, the Masonic home has taken over some of those old buildings down there. And yeah. they, they've uh, re, you know, reconditioned them. they actually part of the facilities down there now. So the, the history is still there. And, right. Uh, of course, they've moved all the office space out to the new, new, new place. And they had a museum out there with all the, all the old proceedings and all some of that old regalia and the Grandmaster's portrait. So, I mean, it's a, you ever get a chance to go out there. Uh, they'll let you in and get you show you around and give you the tour. It's it's, it's great to be able to to to, uh, to to look and see that history. Now here here in the Hoosier State, uh, Grand Lodge every year annual communications is held in one of the top ten most beautiful buildings in the world, Scottish Rite Cathedral. Where mm-hmm. does the Commonwealth hold annual communications? Would it would it be down there somewhere like uh, I don't know? I'm thinking like Freedom Hall or somewhere. Where where would you guys? <laughs> We actually the they, the they hold in the in the at the Galt House. Uh, okay, in, ain't in that the, right there downtown. beside the Yum Center? Yeah, the Galt House yeah. right here downtown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is we're back in Louisville this year. Last year we went to to uh, had it in Bowling Green down there at the, the oh, convention wow. center down there. So Bowling Green is where the Corvette the, thing is, isn't yes. it? Okay. Yes, that's right. That's the down south. <laughs> yes, yes. But this year we're we're back in Louisville and probably be in Louisville for the next couple of years. But for the historically for ninety percent of the it's been in Louisville. Yeah, we're fortunate we have the Scottish Cathedral in Indianapolis and you couldn't ask for a better place to have any communications. And you know what? And well, and I've said this before and, and I'll I'll tell Greg this. How many times have I told you I have people that don't know nothing about masonry, don't care about masonry, but I show them the pictures of the Scottish Rite Cathedral in Indianapolis. They're like, oh, yeah. that's the most beautiful building I've ever seen. It's yeah. phenomenal. It is, yeah, it's we were just great. up in what up in Dayton at one of their Masonic temples up I've there. Been, and I've it's just uh, it, it's beautiful. Oh, you yeah. know, they've got uh, separate rooms for commandery and chapter and council. Yeah. And oh, that's three, cool. Three lodge rooms, yeah. and a fantastic auditorium. I mean, it's just you yeah, drive up that hill and you look up at that building and you go, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, the Dayton uh, you know, uh, Temple is pretty awesome. I, I walked through yeah. there once. Mean, you mean Dayton, yeah. Ohio? You said yes. Dayton. You mean Dayton, Ohio? Yeah, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. We have a we have a beautiful temple in Louisville as well, but it's it's it just it, when it pales to the size of that one down there. They, I guess I haven't been by that one. I've been all through Louisville, just taking drive after I moved down here. I just got lost one day in Louisville and. I never did see any Masonic temples around Louisville. Well, there's, our, it, 
the the Scottish Rite Temple is, is at 200 East Gray Street. So if you've been on 65, yeah. you've passed it. <laughs> oh, I bet you it's right. Sure I have, it's yeah. right there in in the hospital curve. Down there by the like oh. Muhammad Ali Boulevard and everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's, yep. It's, it's yeah. You've you've if you've uh, if you've been on 65 up and down, you've uh, just look over there uh, on the uh, on the east side of it there, and you'll see it there. Yeah, I think I have seen that. I didn't know what it yep. was, but I think I've I seen it. Yep. I think I know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Greg, uh, just out of curiosity, I know this is an ongoing issue for the fraternity as a whole all across the globe, but uh, as far as Blue Lodge and appendant bodies go, how's membership looking in the in the state of Kentucky, the Commonwealth of Kentucky? I mean, here in Indiana, things are kind of on a decline, and like I said, I'm sure it's the same way all across the board, but well, yeah. it just kind of depends. You know, some areas are, are are doing great, and some areas are struggling. I mean, and I think that just uh, it just shows you the difference in the area that that the people are involved in. You know, in Louisville, sometimes different lodges are are, are doing better than others. It's just got to be as what's going on in that particular area. Um, you know, we were lucky last year that um, we actually had positive growth in the Grand Chapter. Oh wow! Um, so I mean, it's the first time in about forty years. So, but it, our numbers are, are lower, and but you know, I'm not sure if that was rock bottom or if kind of what what happened there. But you know, I think it's it's just it's hard to put a put a put a a, a regionality thing to it because you know, the way they do things in Bowling Green is different than the way they do things in Louisville. Uh, so I mean, are some of these little uh, home lodges you know in a small town like we are you can get like you are so yeah, it's it's a whole lot different there within in louisville's it's a it's um it's just a different animal so but you guys have a have a different feeling about things you can get out involved in your in your, in your community and you be noticed and within louisville it's kind of it's not that it doesn't not that it doesn't work the same way in theory it does but it's just a it's just a different way of doing things. Are you so Google it, mapping the Grand Lodge building? Yeah, in Louisville right at, now. <laughs> look at the University of Louisville. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> What's now, that? If you Google it now, it might take you to the Masonic home. So you got to make sure that well, you get the one that's. To me, so. <laughs> yeah. what, what's that thing? Because um, I brought up that question about membership. What's that thing that you uh, you you presented Lodge education on? You've done it once or twice about. You know, back in the '40s, they raised how many people, and what, oh, what was and, that uh, thing? What was that story you were telling? Tell Greg that. Like I Cleveland, think that's fascinating. In Cleveland, I think it was around northern, northern Ohio somewhere, Cleveland or uh, Toledo. So one of the, I don't remember. You which, said it was in like where, the '40s. Yeah, right before uh, World War. I think right before during World War II, uh, a lodge up there raised over like I think it was like 467 masons in one year. Wow, I mean, it well, is see, a back I, I, of day where they're they're bringing them in, you know, and I'm pretty sure all of them are one at a time. So yeah, well, they're doing I, I did some <laughs> I did some research because I wanted to. Last year we exalted 159 Royal Arch Masons in, well, in our in, during my term. That's a lot, my, right? That's a lot. Yeah, right? that's a that's a lot. a lot. Well, we yeah. we doubled. Usually, it's been around the 70s to 80s. Oh my um, God, kind of a thing. So we we I'm not sure how we did it, but we doubled the numbers, but. So I started doing some research because I wanted to figure out. So I'm lucky enough that at my chapter we have some of the annual proceedings for the last, um, you know, all of well we have all of them at my chapter, but um, 
so I started going back in there and looking at those numbers and it was there was times in there where back in the like you say in the 20s and 30s in the prime of some of this stuff where they exalted a thousand people oh yeah you know and, and oh it's just you know like yeah i'm like you know we were you know we we, we struggled this year to do 159 can you imagine trying to do a thousand exaltations oh, yeah. and the degree work that would have been going on it's just it, it just boggles my mind that they could um that you know because they probably didn't have as many chapters as we have now or you know there was lesser numbers back then so they must have been running big classes and stuff so it's just the when you start trying to put the historical content to what they were doing and how they were doing it you know it's just it's amazing well you leave those scottish art classes back in the 40s or 50s where they're bringing in five to six hundred you know members every reunion sure. right and it's like holy crap how i mean how many guys were doing lodges back then <laughs> These yeah, were the guys you yeah. bring just in the Scottish Rite. These guys aren't, aren't right. even joining the, you know, joining Blue Lodge. But some of them aren't going on to the Scottish Rite. They're just staying in Blue Lodge. But good Lord. But yeah. Well, you had to remember, too, back in the day, when you, if you wanted to become a Shriner or something like that, there yeah. was, a, you know, a, you know that you had to be either a, a Knight Templar or a, or a Scottish Rite Mason to be able to join the Shriners. So, you know, some people got in it just for, for that reason, who wanted to go on to the Shrine. Well, I think of that. Also, that, taken, back in the very beginning, you had to be a Shriner. And a, to be a Shriner, you had to be a nice Templar and a Scottish Rite Mason at the very beginning. Well, you had to be, yeah, probably. You had to be, yeah, you had to be, but I think they dropped it to one yeah. or the other. But, yeah, so it's it's changed over, over time. But oh, uh, yeah. it's, um, but, you know. Oh, sorry, I, was I was just listening to Greg. Like, I'm just, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> uh, I want to I ask you something. Sure. Um, we We bring this up a lot. And uh, I've I've noticed uh, since I've become more you know I've got the F I don't have the BI right with the York right but <clears throat> I know some I I know of at least one person who said to me that they would like to become a Knights Templar oh yeah and I said well you have to join the Blue Lodge first and normally I get this and it's involving the Shriners but now it's 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 the York right and. I'm they're like, well, I want to be a Knights Templar. Well, you've got to join the York Rite. Well, how do I do that? Well, first you got to become a Mason. I don't, I don't want to be a Mason. I want to be a Knights Templar. Well, that doesn't work like that because they're the same thing. No, right. I don't want to be a Mason. How do I be a Knights Templar? And it's like, okay, I'm done with this conversation now. Well, there is other organization to call themselves Templars, not Masonic Knights Templars. They are out there. I mean, they're clanny as hell for us, but... Uh, yeah. But yeah, there's other organizations that call themselves Knights Templars. They're not, not Masonic Knights Templars. We done a whole episode on clandestine Masons with yeah. the guy that literally wrote the book yeah. on clandestine masonry. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that was that was fun. Yeah, I mean, but there's people out there just kind of ignorant to how all this stuff works. But you know, that's why we're here to educate. You know. Well, Go ahead, Greg. Take, take your steps somewhere. Oh, you got to take your steps somewhere. If you know if you right. want to learn about the other stuff, you the foundation, like you say, is, is Blue Lodge. And, oh yes. You know you got to take that first step, and then otherwise the the future steps that you take won't won't uh, won't make any sense. It won't have any meaning. I mean, I, I'm still learning all the lingo, and I still have a lot to learn. It took me forever to realize that you know the York Ride has three separate bodies or i'm gonna call them bodies bodies and, and each, each body's got a got a grand poobah yeah i was right. kept i kept looking at this like grand lodge when we have just the poobah yeah 
you know, I love the pe- I love the Flintstones. Everybody did, mm-hmm. but it's like okay, each 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 order section chapter, whatever you want to call it, York right? Each one's got its own grand poobah. Yeah, the only, yeah. body is yeah. the technical term because it, it is an individual body bodies, now. Yeah. It, you know, there's each one of them has different. You know, uh, of course, like in the lodge, it's worshipful. Uh, but you know, in the in the chapter, it's it's excellent. It's either you know right excellent or most excellent, and then in the, in the council, it's illustrious. So it's either the right the right illustrious, or most, I mean, illustrious. Uh, most illustrious, um, illustrious, yes, uh, or most illustrious, and then in the it works a little different in the in the commander. It's eminent, and then the the uh, the, the grand commander is right eminent. And then as you get into the grand encampment. It's the most eminent grandmaster. Well, what so. kind of baffles me about the York Rite is that you have a, you know, you got your state grand line, then you have your, they'll have like a national grand line, then the international grand line also? Well, yeah, they'll have, of course, in with the York Rite, we are, there are general grand bodies. Okay. So there is, where in masonry. That's different. I'm not used to that. Yeah, that, that's, that's Well, see, and it, I guess with the, you know, each grand lodge is independent of every other grand lodge, but. Right. Some of these grand chapters uh, belong to a, it's a, you know, we everybody, some of them belong to the general grand chapter, and there's a general grand high priest or and vice versa. So, I mean, it's just a way for, for um, you know, we, we, the way we do things in Kentucky is different than Indiana. Right. And the way we do things in Kentucky, as far as Paducah to, to Louisville, to Ashland is different and I guess my job as a grand officer is to travel the state and figure out where if the guys in Paducah can do something that they're doing in Ashland if I can show them a different way of doing it and make them more successful that's my that's what I'm supposed to do right well it works the same way for uh for those guys uh, if if I can travel to Indiana and the guys, if, if Dennis and them guys are doing something over in Indiana, or Joe is doing something up in up in uh, up in I northern Kentucky, yeah, it, up in northern Indiana, if I can figure out what they're doing and if I can use that, then I'm, I'm I can they'll work with me and they'll mm-hmm. help me work out those details and and those guys have a better knowledge and and they can help us as as independent or as subordinate grand chapters to do things that uh, maybe we haven't seen before. Right. If we all get together and we do, we use those ideas collectively, we can advance masonry. And that's, that's what it's about. And the grand masters all do it too, mm-hmm. uh, but they do it in, in a different way. They have a grand masters conference and oh, they yeah. network. And, and it's the, it's the, it's just a different way that they evolved um, through the York, right? Now I'm going to blow uh, Jared's mind here, but did you know that the, the head of the York right international was here in Indiana for a long time? Oh yeah. Larry Gray from up North uh, Indianapolis. He was the head of all York right chapters around the world. Well, you've had a couple up there. Have we had a couple? All I do is Larry. See, yeah. now he's going to blow your mind. I wouldn't doubt it, but. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm going to let you do some research and let you figure it out. But, oh, yeah, Larry me. was, Larry. <laughs> well, you don't have to go too far. Well, i got to go to Indiana. Go to Indianapolis, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Really, that's but, crazy. Uh, yeah, Larry Gray, uh, really nice guy. He actually did the. Uh, so have hold up, 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 hold up. Before what? you go any further, what? I'll let you get back to that. I promise. Okay. So there's an international, you know, what you call it, grand the chapter, York, right? Yeah. Is it the same way at the Scottish right too, or is the is the, uh, the York right, right the only body that we have that's like that? 
Yeah, I think York Ride is the only body. The, the Scottish Ride's really, Scottish Ride's really only a kind of an American, North American thing, in a way. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of different that way. Interesting. But yeah, Larry. Well, the Scottish uh, Ride, you have a northern jurisdiction and southern and, and southern jurisdiction. So, but it works. You know, it kind of works the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Orients of Kentucky, and then you have valleys of where your local chapters are at, and, right. and they're all. You know, they to the grand um, to the to the grand council, the supreme council yeah. of the, the Scottish Rite. Rite. So it all there's a uh, you know a, a conglomerate of guys up there who form the grand the grand heads. Like of the the northern jurisdiction, there's supreme council in Massachusetts. Are we northern or are we southern? We're northern jurisdiction. Okay, is the is the Rose thing you always talk about? That's the Scottish Rite thing, right? Rose Croy. Yeah, whatever yeah, that that's, is. That's, that's a Scottish, Scottish Rite. Rite. That's yeah. not a York Rite thing. Okay. No, but have you got the penny lecture yet? About the I don't know what you're talking about. For every man a penny. I don't know what. Yeah, he should have got. That's your Mark Master. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, it took me Larry, a minute. I was Larry, like, yeah. Larry Gray did that. Did yeah, that for when I went through, and gave it flawlessly. I don't. I don't know if he did it right, but he did. It, he did it well. <laughs> I think Danny did that because oh, he was at the first two degrees I had. Dan, yeah, I think Danny did that. Yeah, some of the lectures in the chapter is. You know, and but what my chaplain was a uh, past grand high priest in my lodge. Also, when I was going through the chairs, our chaplain, who was, ended up being my chaplain once I became master, he's a past grand high priest, and I didn't know it until he took me to the Goose and Taylor degree in Greenfield. The what? Goose and Taylor degree. You'll go one day. Okay, we'll it. talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever Have you ever been to the Goose and Taylor degree? Uh, Greg, I, I've had not. I've heard about it. Yeah, well, there's all kinds of different sizes. Oh yeah, they got that, the Royal Zanzibar. This and, sounds yeah. made oh, up, yeah. like your cigar yeah. and bourbon degree. No. You always talk about what's the grotto well, degree. That's, it's a whiskey and cigar degree. <laughs> yeah, the b- a, leaf and barley degree. Yeah, like that. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. all kinds. Of, it's all raised money for the Royal Arch. Uh, uh, the eyesight or. Well, there's different ones. They, yeah. Each each organization has a different one for the chapter. It's. Uh, R-A-R-A, which is Royal Arch Research Assistant. Right, they did yeah. a table read and, thing about that the night uh-huh, I turned in my mm-hmm. petition. Craig Huebner, right. who's going to be a right. future yeah. guest on this show, he came yeah. down and gave a presentation yeah, on that. The Goose and Terry degree is a fun uh-huh. degree. and Well, I, I didn't know this, but I, I, John Wallace, being a Path Grand High Priest and very well-respected Path Grand High Priest here in Indiana, um, and I didn't know how popular he was, but we go and sit down in this Lions Club where we're having this degree at, and everyone comes over talking to him. You Great guys to did see this you at down. a Lions Club? Yeah, a big old Lions Club down in New Palestine, where we're at, New Palestine. And I was like, are you like some kind of big deal or something, John? He goes, yeah, I was past Grand High Priest back in the 80s. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> so I ended up being an exemplar for that degree. And I'm like, I wonder why. <laughs> That's awesome. I miss old John. <laughs> but yeah, he, he told me about the York ride. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to go through it, because... He talks so highly of it, and he, but he never, never once ever mentioned he was past grand high priest. Like until we were down at Goose Taylor degree, humility right there, old, humble, old humble ultimate. pie. Yeah, he's a little short guy. He's about five foot two, a little short fire plug of a guy. <laughs> uh, Greg, so you've met Joe? Then I, I'm guessing Joe was probably with oh, yeah. you. Got Joe, so oh, yeah. Joe Mama? sent me a friend. Joe, uh, how do you say Joe's Joe Vareal? Joe Vareal. I don't know. He sent me a friend request right after we started the podcast. And uh, I, apparently he checks out the show some too. Joe's going to be a future guest, but uh, he seems like he's quite the character. Him too. He's, he's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't really got anything else. Do you want to? 
Do you got anything else? If not, we'll ask Greg the. We'll a, we'll ask him the question. Do you got anything else? No, I'm good, man. Uh, I really see the thing with this is, is that Todd and I really have to get going, but I don't want to. <laughs> You're right. Four a.m. does come early. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? You- well, I mean, I'm I'm working the six to two shift now, so I'm getting back up at four o'clock. Yeah. For a year and a half, I didn't have to do it. Now I'm back on the six to two shift, so I got to start getting up at four o'clock. But uh. Anyways, um, we'll have him back on for another another oh, yeah. time down the road. Once you get your all your degrees and everything. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We'll sure. definitely yeah, come and have a talk. That's what we'll do. We'll talk to him. You know what? We'll drive to Louisville. We'll meet him somewhere. Hey, we can do it. We can meet we'll him. We'll bring the equipment to him. Come to the come to I've got keys to our uh, our our commandery asylum. You can come in there and check it out. We've got a lot of history there. Oh, that'd be cool. We'll, that would we'll, be we'll it there. That would be awesome. Yeah, a lot of what it. we have going on now is, uh, you know, <clears throat> we we started this show in November last year, and like I told you, we were the first Freemasonry podcast in the Hoosier State. Since then, I like to joke that we kind of we kind of <laughs> spurned another one. There's a there's two boys from. Uh, when Todd lived up in northern Indiana, north central, excuse me. North central Indiana. Yeah, north central Indiana. We we spawned two gentlemen who are awesome, and they started their own podcast called uh, Tales from the Green Dragon. Tales from the Green Dragon, uh, which Todd had to explain to me. I did not know that. It was an inside joke. I didn't get that. Uh, I, I was embarrassed that I didn't get that. But uh, so we are no longer the only Freemasonry podcast in the Hoosier State, but we're still the first. We're the first. You can't take and, uh, We never thought that we would we would get the traction that we have. And no. one of the, one of the things that's going on now is lodges are starting to reach out to us, and we we've kind of been doing. Todd's been doing this thing on social media where he's been taking pictures and videos of of different lodges. Sure. So with the traction we're getting, you know we're. We were averaging about 500 downloads a month. Now, the last two months, we've come off 900 and something and 800 and something, so our well, averages are going that, up. That's kind of the, some of the stuff that, you know, when I first got into the line, of course, you know, a lot of these guys aren't involved on Facebook. or right, you, know, no. you know, I started pages for our, you know, our grand chapters and, and, and grand council and our grand mm-hmm. commandery. And, you know, it's just getting out there and, and putting out what we're doing. It, once the guys see that you're out doing degree work, and, and then that they'll 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 kind of get a little envious, and I oh, think yeah. it's and it's one of those things where if you can get out there and show what we're doing and how we're involved in the community and, and what masonry is and what it means, and we put on a when when somebody comes, they're going to do their research and they're going to yeah. go, oh, I'm going to look at this, and then they're going to come to the podcast or the Facebook page, and they're going to look at it and see and. and we have nothing to hide about what masonry is. Absolutely not. And if, and, if, and if we can get out there and show them what how we're doing things or what we're involved in doing or how the charities that we support and how the impacts that they have on people, then, then that's there's nothing that's hidden. Uh, and I think putting it out there so people can can learn and learn about it and you know gain some knowledge from it. That's that's what it's about. One of one of the things that's going on now is we're being asked by some other lodges if we want to come record at their lodge. Like uh, down around the Evansville area, Fort Branch, mm-hmm. uh, Fort Branch has asked us if we'd like to come record at their their place. Our, here at our lodge, here in, in Dubois County, our secretary, our secretary of our lodge is the sitting master at Vincennes Lodge Number One. Uh, okay. They he took it to them, brought it to them. We did. Uh, 
the end of August, we did a we did a four day or not a four, four we did a, we did a four episode session at Vincent's number one, and we posted all the pictures across social media. Well, now it's getting out there where people are like, man, you want to come record in our lodge? And it's <laughs> yeah. like, what for? Yeah, sure, you know, and yeah. So, so well, sometimes a, a lot of guys have pride in their lodges, oh, yes, so and they, they want to be able to show them off. There's a lot of history, and not everybody can get out and travel. So no. you guys are doing a great service to some of these guys and 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 public, you know, uh, putting out public the, information about it. So oh, it's yeah. great. The highlight for me was, uh, you know, in Indiana we do the Founders Day every January. Yeah, and uh, yeah. our outgoing master this year. Grandmaster. Grandmaster Richard Lentz. He thanked me and Todd. He goes, I appreciate what you guys are doing for for the craft. He goes, I heard about the show. And after he kind of signed off on it, well, then we started getting the stamp and approval seal from all of Grand Lodge. Yeah. Grand Lodge backs us in everything we do, which we've been completely thankful for. But And transparent with them also. And tra- anyways, enough about us. Let's let let's focus on Greg. Let's ask the <laughs> question. This is the most this is this right here is the reason we do the episode every time. Yep. Go ahead. All right. So all right, here we go, Greg. So one day you're gonna lay down your working tools. It happens to everybody because why, Todd? No one gets out alive. No one gets out alive. So, what do you hope when people look back on you as a mason, whether it's Blue Lodge, whether it's a pendant body, when people look back on you as a mason and your journey, what do you hope they remember? What do you hope your legacy to the fraternity was? I'm just trying to leave it better than I found it. Uh, It's one of those things. I just try to do a lot. I'm I'm involved in a lot of different aspects, and I just don't want to leave. I think sometimes I'm too involved. Uh, I'm no. secretary. Well, I mean, yeah, I've, uh, you should. I'm sitting down in my office, and I've got secretary books everywhere. So I hope that you know when the time comes, whoever comes to clean up can figure out what my system is. But uh, you know, it's one of those things where I, I just uh, I'm just trying to do what I can to make it a little bit better, uh, and that's uh, that's all I can ask for. You know, you know what I love. A good answer. Every time we do this question. It's never the same. It's never the same, but it always ends the same. It always makes sense. And, and they all get there a different way, but it all makes sense. No answer is ever the same, but it always ends the same. Yep. And Pretty like that, there's never there's never a wrong answer. No. So. Not at all. Well, this has been awesome. I I've had we've had the best day. We're gonna have such great content coming out in the next month and a half. Uh, Brother Greg, I want to thank you for being on the show, and I would like, as we, as we typically do at the end of every episode, I would like you to uh, introduce yourself one last time for the people who's not familiar with you, and uh, I'll give you a chance to run through your titles if you'd like to. It's what we hope. Oh, I, I, I don't know if I can remember them all. <laughs> <laughs> just pick just pick a couple then. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I am. Uh, my name is uh, Greg Rocky. And I am a past master of St. Matthew's PRP, number uh, 906. I am a member of uh, Iroquois Chapter, number 193, where I'm a past high priest. I'm a member of Sword and Trial Council, number 111, where I'm a past illustrious master. I am a member of Jefferson Commander, number 52, where I'm a past commander. I am a uh, most excellent past grand high priest of the grand chapter of kentucky and i've got a lot of other things too but i'm just uh i'm just i'm, I'm just greg and i'm just uh i'm happy to be be involved in masonry uh, it means a lot to me so uh but 
thank you guys i i am so glad that i reached out to you i was nervous at first and i'm like you know what if this guy is anybody like i think he is from what i've seen on social media i was like he'll bite on it he'll be like sure i'll come talk freemasonry with you and i'm uh, hey, so I'm, thankful you did well this is this is one of the things that i enjoy doing and i, I enjoy i enjoy talking masonry with guys and this is why we uh, i enjoy going to the grand lodge sessions or just going to lodges and meeting guys and talking to masonry and if i can get to a, a blue lodge guy and talk a little york right to him and let him know what he's missing out on this is this is this is what i enjoy doing so uh, and if it uh, you know having a conversation with you guys uh, maybe it puts my point of view towards somebody else where they might want to be drawn toward the york right or to an independent body um it's uh that's that's what it's all about well and and i hope that you uh you know you spread the word kind of uh about that other masonic podcast because we would love to talk with some more kentucky brothers i don't care what a pennant body i don't care if they're grand like we would love to have grand officers we love grand officers we've had past grand officers on our show here for for the state of indiana and current grand sure. line officers current grand line know. officers so yeah, uh, Ellington. yeah so um oh yeah you there know you sp- spread yeah. the word sure yeah. be more than happy to all right so well uh for brother greg and for brother jared i just drew a blank yeah yeah all right. Oh, well, you're killing me, I'll here, fix bro. it. Post. All right, yeah, Greg. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, brother. And uh, you're very welcome. We will. We will talk to you later. Good luck, guys. Yeah. All if you ever need. That. All, right, All right. Thank you, thank sir. You. Uh, bye-bye. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Wow. You forgot my name. I forgot your name. I I drew a blank. Uh, oh my god. So it's eight o'clock. You ready to do another one? No. <laughs> We've been here since twelve. My wife's already got. I told her I'd be on like six. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be late. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm still hungry. So uh, I'm starving. <laughs> All right. So so this is this is a wrap. Uh, we've got enough content. Unfortunately, we didn't get 10 episodes in today because no. Todd decided not to show up till noon. You got here five minutes before I did. I was here at 11.15. Sucks to be you, doesn't it? So what, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to strategically release all this content. Uh, and as you guys are hearing this, uh, there'll already be more episodes in the can, yep. but right now we're going to have to get together sometime shortly before Thanksgiving to bankroll to get us through to New Year's. So, yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll find the time. Yeah, we'll get there. Even if we got to go old school like we've done once or twice and do two episodes on a Tuesday night and two episodes yeah. the next week on a Thursday night, whatever we'll we got to do. So this is a wrap on a wonderful, chilly fall October recording yeah, session. So for Brother Todd, and for Brother Jerry, I remember your, you your name. Yeah, I'm Brother Todd, yeah. my best friend, as he fist bumps me. Uh, this has been another episode of that other Masonic podcast, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.